Hello, hello everybody. How's everybody's doing? I am alive and kicking, that's for sure. Uh, today's date is December 19. Uh, volumes are back live, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we, we are, uh, this is the second day after uh, uh, the volume is back up. Now, uh, we already lost few drivers. Uh, from this uh, low volume that's going on in a while, but now we're getting up. My name is Mohammed. Welcome to this hopefully informative podcast, not an educational podcast. I have no interest in educating you. I have only interest in uh, hopefully informing you. Uh, today's quote is, do not back down. You are right where you need to be. Do not back down. You are right where you need to be. That is very true. Uh, I don't know. Life, life have a way of getting you into whatever you, you need to go. Like, you know, self discovery doesn't stop. Like, it just keeps on going and going and going. You have to like be committed to it. You have to be open to it. Um, that is very true. Um. Sudana, Sudana's business today, everything is beautiful, everything good and dandy. Uh, we had few things, uh, hiccups yesterday. And uh, today everything went out smooth. I have some drivers right now that are working still. Right now it's 5.42, they are almost done. Everybody is on their way home soon. Uh, they're almost done. Now, this is a, a story that happened uh, a few days ago, and I just want to share it with you. Uh, if you are a student, particularly an international student, I have a lot of international students that wants to work. With job, with this job, I can't give them hours. The definition of uh, how much hours or how many hours I can give them, it's impossible for me to, to actually uh, define. The reason for that is because I don't have hours. We don't have hours. We pay the drivers by, or majority of the drivers get their pay by uh, how much packages or parcels they delivered. So it's basically per service. And that service is delivering that parcel. And they basically get paid for delivering that parcel. Nothing else. If they even return it, they don't get paid for it. So they only get paid when they actually deliver the product or deliver the uh, goods. And they get paid for it. For international students, it's really hard to quantify that in hours. I mean, some drivers take them two hours to finish everything. Some drivers take them three hours. Some of them take them eight hours to complete a route in general. So, I don't know, maybe someone can fix me up, correct me on that or not. I don't know a way to quantify that, you know, because students, uh, international students have a limit on amount of hours they can actually work. I don't know how much is it. If I do, if I just recall it from the back, from the top of my head, it would, um, assuming it is 20 hours or less, uh, that literally means four hours a day. So, for five days. But with my job, with my my offering, 
uh, I can't quantify that in uh, hours. So what I would do is I would normally tell the drivers, you know what, give me your, you know, write down the employment letter for me. Uh, and just understand and let everyone understand that this is not per hour pay. Uh, and I cannot, uh, you know, I can't give you hours. I can only give you payments based on the service you provided. And I need someone to educate me on this um, or anybody to educate me on this because some of my some of my drivers actually came to me and they told me that it's fine uh they can work because there is no hours attached to the uh, employment and it's technically not a comp well it's not employment it's a contract employment because there is no hours attached to the employment they can work as many hours as they like or you know deliver as many parcels as they like not to mention, like, some of these students actually make, like, a $1,000 a week. Which is a decent amount of money. I mean, we have... I have a student who got... He bought a bad car. And ended up with, like, a transmission problem on that car. So he ended up buying another car in which both loans of the cars now are, like, almost $1,000 a month. Almost. Where is the insurance? So. I can't really. I don't know how to. Not can't. But I don't know how to. Quantify the hour rate. And how many hours they can do. Um, and the other thing is. And it happened in some, some of the drivers out there. Man. I know that a lot of these students don't have anybody that actually, you know, if something bad happened in life, in their family back home, they got nobody to talk to. Like nobody to actually communicate to, you know, uh, how do they feel and why not. There's a driver yesterday, I'm not going to specify where, what team did it have, but there was a driver yesterday who was caught in the ditch yesterday, and when our team, or I guess it is our team, one of our team went to actually uh, uh, not save them, but more or less, you know, help them out because they had we had a uh, CAA uh on like particular drivers like every each driver have his own caa so when they actually get stuck they call caa for their own vehicles right uh you can't have caa as a commercial thing but each driver we basically buy try to buy them a caa if they stay with us in a particular period of time like a long period of time we assign them a caa card uh and then that card will be used for them to you know, tow them car, tow their cars, uh, get them from ditches or whatever it needs to be done, right? Uh, they can use it for their personal car as well. So, this is what happened. He was caught, or our driver came in to help him, 
And when he was there, <laughs> he smelled marijuana from the top to the bottom. The guy did not deliver, the driver that went to the dish did not del delivered only 35 parcels since 2, 1 a.m. And uh, my driver got to him by 5 p.m. I mean, I don't know what happened to him. By the way, he's, a, he's, a, he's an international student. We told his, uh, his uh, business partner, his, you know, the guy who assigned to him, we let him know, you know, what happened and he basically told us you know why don't we have a conversation with him in that regard because that guy that owner did not know the severity of what he what's his driver's doing first thing first and probably I'm wrong in this but to my understanding when you come to Canada you come in with a criminal uh, check, a clear criminal check. My understanding, this is my understanding that even even with the uh, permanent resident, they don't let you in until you have a, uh, a criminal record check done by the local, you know, office, uh, you know, police station, whatever. The matter of fact, if an officer caught you with marijuana possession not only that you will you know suffer the consequences of doing that but you automatically just have yourself a a criminal record in your file in which it's a huge thing and at the same time it could be a and then to my understanding it could be a very strong reason for your departure from Canada I don't know why did he do it. Uh, well, he promised he's not going to do it anymore. But again, human habits are really hard to predict. And if he did it once, he's probably going to do it again. So right now, they let him let him go. You know, they didn't do anything to him. Uh, and to my understanding, it didn't go any higher than that. Because they wanted the guy to make money. They wanted the kid to make money. He have a lot of responsibilities in his life. And fucking... Marijuana is not really the answer for you when you're outside doing things. And working. Uh, not to mention... Uh, <laughs> it's really bad. Because they were asking him, like... Why in four hours you only did 35 parcels? Everybody now knows. It's, about, it's because he was smoking weed the whole time. Not only smoking weed. He was spending majority of his time in Facebook. As we can see, his, uh, it's so bad. Like in Facebook, don't... I don't use Facebook. And I recommend people to block their own uh, files, profiles. Don't leave them public. Because people are seeing what you're doing on Facebook. <sighs> <laughs> you 
He was spending the whole day chatting in Facebook, replying to that, doing this, putting new status. Man, that's so sad. In any case, thank God he was good. He was okay. Nothing happened to him. The vehicle itself was fine. Um, we're happy that he didn't had any major accidents or, you know, hurt himself in the process. But man, don't don't get yourself into that. That's that's really bad. I mean, and by the way, this is like the first time I actually seen him do it. So, when we approached this, we gave him like the benefit of the doubt, you know. Maybe something happened in life, you know, caused him to go that route. And you know what? Nobody would know. Nobody would know until they speak up. And trust me, when you're like in front of management, I know, I know there are some management individuals that are not really that smart. Uh, and they think they know it all. Some, some, some individuals are not really management material. But like there are management uh, managers who are considered a little bit much better in terms of being empathetic about what happened to you. You know. We ask him like, what happened? Like, is he okay? Life is okay. Is, uh, you know, nobody died. No harm or done. Anything of that sort. Because in someone, you know, stops and then just go smoke weed he's probably in like a bad situation he's like probably like there's something wrong big happen and we try to inquire about it to at least you know justify the reason because remember driving under the influence is not it is not a small thing not only it's not a small thing you could be like you're sabotaging everything you've done until today particularly if you're an international student you're sabotaging a lot and in order for someone to reach to that level of sabotage something dramatic have to happen i understand you know it's a, it's a it's a it's i guess a personal preference of escape escapism you know you want a way out you want to escape life or something but at the same time what is the fault of the other drivers on the road let me give you an example and this is not the batch to bash on, on other people uh, uh, causes or any of that sort I remember reading the news on the uh, Black Lives Matter and the riot that happened uh, in Black Lives Matter for me I'm, I'm into it I'm on it but it, was, it went so bad into a degree a guy was uh, hauling his horses, I believe, into the city. I don't remember what city it was in. And the rioters basically killed his horse. They killed his horse on the carriage. 
on the, on the uh, hauler, the haul. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but that's a huge thing. That horse worth a lot of money. That guy lost lost common sense, and nobody can blame him for losing common sense on that. He start he start driving on top of people. He literally took his truck and start driving on people. I mean, killing a horse doesn't justify you driving over a person. But you know what? When something big in your own life, you you know, the person who's assuming it's considered to be big. Like for me, for example, if someone, you know, uh, killed my wife or killed my mom or killed my dad or any of my family, probably I'm going to go ham on trying to figure out how to kill him. I'll lose common sense. I'll lose common, you know, perspective. And that's what happened for a lot of people, particularly that person who starts driving on people. Whether you're part of the riot or not, you're just being drove on. And this is probably what happened here. It's probably something dramatic happened. And it just took a, it took a left turn. It took a left turn into a degree he just went, stopped, Stopped working. Probably he stopped working after an hour of him starting. And then he just went ahead and got himself marijuana and just stayed in a car and just started smoking. Stayed where he at and didn't do anything else. And then two hours later or three hours later, he was in a ditch. Until today, I don't know what is the reason why he did that. And I, if, if it is something hard in life, I, I really hope for him the best and he can get over to the other side safely. And my condolences to anything that happened. The only thing I can think about is something, someone died back home for him, you know. But this is again an assumption, it's not really a concrete evidence or anything of that sort, you know. And it's a human behavior. You would expect that from anybody, from anybody that have someone dear or something dear to them just be gone or be taken or damaged or taken advantage of or any of that sort. It's just a human behavior. It's going to happen. It's how you react to what happened. In our case, we really don't care about what happens to the car. We don't care what happens to the cargo. We don't care what happens to any materialistic things in the whole transaction. We cared about how is he, what does his mental status look like? What his, what his, uh, you know, the guy, the guy when, when they caught, when uh, our guy caught him, um, he apologized, he eventually apologized. We tried to investigate more, but he didn't want to talk about it at all. And you have the right not to talk about it, but at the same time, we just keep in mind that if you're not willing to talk about it because people are trying to find an excuse for you so they can keep a job, your job, so they can help you keep your job. I remember uh, I used to work for Bell Canada. 
I still work for, and I stopped. Uh, not, sorry, not Bell Canada. Let me correct myself, because I know if any of you guys from Bell Canada are telling me, yo, I didn't see you, blah, 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 blah. I used to work for BTS, Bell Technical Solutions. Bell Technical Solutions, is, it's, I don't know if it's considered a branch of Bell, or Bell Media, or Bell Canada, or whatever. Um, and they had vehicles. Uh, to give the technicians. I was, a, I was a, a level seven technician. I was doing five, I was doing all of that stuff. And at some point in the day, uh, I didn't know this, we were not supposed to come back to the, uh, I guess the yard it's called, uh, you know, uh, before eight o'clock, 8 p.m. I went back to the yard before 8 p.m., literally 15 minutes before 8 p.m. And the reason for that is because I wanted to clean the car from food that I spilled in the car. And by the way, you're not supposed to have food in the vehicle. And the food, I already went home and, and cleaned some of the food and I cleaned some of the thing. I literally got into uh, detention for a week, paid week and suspension, sorry, not detention, suspension. And the reason, because I came in 15 minutes early. And keep in mind, if you wanna do a service call for any Bell uh, stuff, you are supposed to stay there minimum three hours. And not only that you need to stay minimum three hours, you should be staying outside on the road waiting for 8 p.m. to come before you close your last uh, your last work order. By the way, the minimum, the minimum service call or an install, the expectation is that you do four per day or three per day. And that's what we do, literally. Three of them per day, four per day. At some point, if you, even if you do five, nobody looks at you with extra, you know, so weird. Anyway, um, with that suspension, they like went into like this investigation of like how, 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 how sufficient I was using my time. So funny because I've used my time very sufficient and that's what they found out. But they deemed me unsuitable uh, for the work because I came in 15 minutes early. In this whole conversation, I didn't hide anything. I let them see everything. I let them go everywhere. I let them do whatever they want to do. I even, they even, they even tried to record me on, uh, you know, some supervisors came behind my back to actually take pictures of me while I'm doing procedures on the road, climbing the ladder. None of the times they caught me without my helmet. I did everything to the T. And this is what I wanted to say. Like, if you are doing everything right, there is no reason for you to hide anything. Personal, we understand it's personal, but we're trying to build, me, myself, and uh, the other the other business partner, they wanna build a case for you to stay. A 
That's all what they're doing. We are the union for you. Uh, for, you know, trying to protect you than uh, going on your own. Anyway, we literally just let it go. We found out he was... Uh, uh, we sent another driver to actually drive the vehicle back because he was hammered. Well, not hammered, but nevertheless, he's still under the influence. So there's no point of him driving it anymore. The car was uh, uh, stopped starting, so uh, we ordered a uh, a battery, uh, a new battery to it. We know we know that uh, it needs a new battery. It's almost like a time for it. It's expiry date. And basically the ditch was just the excuse to buy it. <laughs> uh, so we just got it. Uh, now the vehicle have a new battery. We drove it back. Tires are good. Everything is good. Uh, he himself is good. Uh, we gave him today off. Uh, or actually the BP gave him a day off today. Uh, you know, to settle in, make sure he's okay. Uh, life is good to him. Probably he won't be working tomorrow. Um just to make sure he had enough time to, you know, contemplate or, you know, figure out his life in general. But don't do it. It's not worth it. You're just putting yourself into, I, I understand, I understand the, that life happens, that things happen in life and you don't have control over it. But, you know, I cry, I, I, I have a lot of personal uh experience in that aspect you know when you don't want to listen you don't want to have a pulled up uh, you know your realm of reason is basically thrown off the window when you are talking about a lot of things and that's what i wanted to talk about it's just sad it's just a little bit sad um what people have to go through and the majority of them just try to keep it to themselves instead of you know, you don't want to share it with anybody and everybody, but share it with the people who are affected by it with you. So they can build a reasoning behind of what you're doing. Now, if if you're like the person on top of you, you think he's not really, uh, doesn't understand what life goes through. I mean, that's, that's, that's your assumption of it. But find someone else to actually release it. I know he doesn't have anybody to release it or to let go of it with and he's probably just building it up for himself he's just you know I'm a man and I'm building it up trust me it's not good it's not healthy for you it's not healthy for anybody much better for you to actually let it go you know if you have uh, a sister you can let it go with if you have you know a family member you can let it go with wife I let go all of my problems with my wife if I have something that I hate or annoyed at or I'm affected by or you know a situation where I'm you know I think I told this to you guys before but there's a period I didn't was speaking with my mom and it really affected me uh, really really hard I was actually using my wife almost almost every day just to relieve the pain. 
it wasn't really a relief, but it was some sort of, uh, you know, a release. Someone you can, you know, release your, your pain with. Ah, oh, man. I hope he's okay, though. I hope, if you're hearing me, I hope you're okay. You know, life is hard. You have to have someone to release with. That's all I can say. Who am I is the possibility of leadership for leaders, sharing, caring, and wealth. You guys have yourself a very, very good day. Take care.